Welcome into K Galazzo today. I'm Lisa Roman stepping in for Luis Miguel Echegaray for an emergency podcast episode. After 17 seasons, Lionel Messi will not renew his contract with Barcelona due to, quote, economic and structural obstacles, the club said in a statement today. I'm joined by the great James Bench to discuss this breaking news. James, welcome in. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm great. My my brain is sort of turning into soup. I thought we were going to be like talking about Harry Kane today, or and it just out of nowhere, here we go. The collapse of the greatest dynasty, the Messi Barcelona dynasty. This is like this must be like when King's Landing fell to uh, <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen. Spoiler alert for Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert for everyone out there. But James, you're exactly right that. Uh, the world of soccer, as most fans have known it, is changing as of the news that broke today. Um, since June 30th, uh, Lionel Messi, his previous terms have been expired since June 30th. So there's he's been a free agent and there has been a lot of talk surrounding Messi in the past few weeks. And Barcelona's financial situation has been a factor regarding all of these talks. And now Barcelona's all-time goals and assists leader will not continue at Barcelona. Um, James, what was the final factor with Barcelona and Messi that led to this decision and this announcement that came out today? So it's money, but actually, strangely, it's not to do with Barcelona and and Messi. And, you know, as the statement says, Barcelona Mm -hmm. wanted Messi to stay. Messi wanted to stay at Barcelona. And every party in this would really like it if next season Lionel Messi pulling on that number 10 shirt and running out at the new camp. I guess, you know, if we take this way, 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 way back. You know, what this really all comes down to is, is how Barcelona have been spending what is an awful lot of money. They're one of the most valuable brands, one of the richest clubs in world football. They certainly were, and they spent like that. And, you know, I'm looking at some of their reported salaries now, £250,000 a week on uh, Sergio Busquets, 350000 on Frankie de Jong, even more than that on Antoine Griezmann. This, for a time, this was the biggest salary uh or biggest wage group in world sport not just world uh football it, you know this was an incredibly well-paid squad uh a lot of money was was thrown at, at problems the football wasn't necessarily that good which is why a year ago Lionel Messi was was kind of looking at, at maybe leaving and, and ripping up his contract um but you know if it could just about cope in normal circumstances obviously COVID has has blown things apart uh dramatically reduce their income, which then means that La Liga's newly introduced salary cap collapses. And I believe it's somewhere around the, um, is it around? I mean, it's fallen, you know, by over 50% in the past Mm -hmm. two years. And basically, you know, this is something that I'm sure is more familiar to US listeners to than, than those of us, this side of the Atlantic ocean, they can't get under the salary cap. They negotiated a five-year contract for Messi, one that was backloaded. I mean, it, it just does feel like I'm talking about the NFL. But in the end, you know, La Liga at the moment are saying, you've not got the space to sign him. You haven't sold players. And uh, I mean, penny for the thoughts of players like Sergio Aguero <laughs> that are even lower down the list of priorities uh, to get this the, their contracts extended. But, you know, right now, there's not space on the wage bill for Messi. There's no indication from La Liga that they'll buckle. They're saying you, if you can't afford to sign Messi, he's a free agent, you can't have him. So right now, that's where we have it, the end of an era. I mean, as you said, he's not officially been a Barcelona player, 
since uh, July the 1st. But at that time we knew he was going to, he wanted to sign this, this five-year extension. Um, and I think that's the one thing to bear in mind is everyone wants Messi to, to play at Barcelona, except PSG and Man City and a few other clubs. Everyone else involved in this wants Messi to stay. So for that reason, you know, this is, this is obviously an emergency podcast, but I don't know if we're quite <laughs> at the stage where Messi's definitely not a Barcelona player anymore. Yeah, and James, you mentioned that, that it's it's this announcement has been made and this is what the league wants, but Messi still wants to play at Barcelona and Barcelona still wants him there and all of the Barcelona fans still wants Messi there. So what what does Barcelona do? Do they go and talk to the league? What, what do they say? What's the compromise here from Barcelona? In an ideal world, Barcelona don't have to go to the league. They just sell a lot of players, both to trim the wage budget and to increase their income, which raises the salary cap further. I mean, they have been trying that for an awful long time right now, uh, unsuccessfully, because people people don't want to pay Felipe Coutinho's huge wages. Same with someone like Usman Dembele, who's been injured. Same even with Antoine Griezmann. I think the reality of the, the current market is they could try and sell players like to Stegen, Frankie de Jong, young players with real quality. And even that might that might be hard to to raise all the funds they need to uh, to adjust this squad. So really it's about kind of coming to Javier Tebas, uh, the president of La Liga, and saying, you've said all along, and he has said all along, given the choice between Messi going and him bending the rules, Messi would have to go. But when push comes to shove, and we know as well that Tebas in particular loathes the concept of, you know, Manchester City, Paris Saint-Germain, the, the sovereign wealth clubs. You could probably add Chelsea to that list as well. He thinks it's financial doping. So right now, Barcelona are presenting La Liga with two options. Messi goes, you lose the biggest attraction for this league or uh, you bend the rules and you let him stay. And, and you know, they will, I have no doubt they will push La Liga and see what can be done to squeeze Messi in. I have no idea how it can be done, but you know, that's what they're going to try and do. So say uh, this does happen and, and Messi does leave Barcelona officially and La Liga. How does that change the play in La Liga and, and the competition there? I mean, Barcelona have been so reliant on Messi for so long that, I, you know, you could see anything happening. But equally, <laughs> you kind of, you run down the list of players that would still be there. You know, I mentioned some of them and yes, they're not they're not kind of the, the shining lights that they once were, but they're good players. I don't think, you know, Barcelona would, would fall off a cliff. I don't think they'd win the title either. I think, you know, that the, they would certainly be Madrid or Atletico winning the title, but I think Barcelona, would, there, there was always the view, particularly last year when it looked like he wanted to leave. There were those making the argument that it, it had to happen eventually, that you have to eventually Messi's going to retire or he's not going to be the force he once was. Um, now I kind of didn't quite buy that. I think with, with him, you just keep running until he's all out of juice and you can just keep trusting him. It's better to be the last person thinking Messi's over the hill than to be the first one to say it and to look a fool. But equally, you know, losing Messi off the wage bill does make everything a little bit easier to work. You know, his previous terms were around a million euros a week. Um, huge amount being spent on him. It, he's worth it. And he brings that money back into the club. But, you know, Barcelona is still one of the biggest brands, one of the biggest clubs in the world if he goes. So they could cope. It would be seasons of qualifying for the Champions League, but not competing for it. But, you know, this is one of the 
the great sporting institutions, they would survive, but it wouldn't be. I think more, it's probably about what would happen with football. And I think. Yeah. Yeah. The the rest of European soccer, how does it affect the rest of it? I suppose everyone, everything for the next few days is might just go a little quiet. I mean, so we, we kind of know that there are such a small cadre of clubs that could afford him. I mean, I was looking at some of the sports line numbers and even there, Inter Milan were ranked very highly. Well, right now they're basically in a dilemma of, do we have to sell Romelu Lukaku to, to save our finances and rebuild our squad? Pretty much no one in on the continent can afford him except PSG. Um, they can and would in an absolute heartbeat. They'd love to get that deal done. Um, we shall see. And then you kind of look at the Premier League. You've got three clubs there. Um, I think you probably can discount Liverpool. Um, just, you know, n- not a club that pays these sort of wages, but the two Manchester clubs and Chelsea. I mean, it's so strange because they've all been making these plans um, on the assumption that Messi was going to stay because that's what we believed was going to happen. Um, I wouldn't want to be Harry Kane right now, having gone on strike <laughs> to force through a move. And suddenly Barcelona's dream target is back in play. And I mean, remember, it's been reported recently and I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at all. The last summer they were thinking of going for Kane, saw Messi was on the market and suddenly pivoted to that. If this is real, I wouldn't shock me if you see that happen again, just because a couple of years of Messi is, is maybe better than five years of, of Kane. But yeah, I just, even then, I, you know, I can't quite picture him in any shirt of a European club, any shirt but Barcelona's. I just, when everyone wants the same thing, you just mm-hmm. do assume that eventually someone will find a way of making it happen. I can't quite see how, but yeah, I don't see him in the Premier League. I don't see him at PSG more than I just see him somehow in Barcelona. I mean, I wonder, God, maybe he just, maybe he just plays the uh, for, <laughs> for free, basically. It just, so you think he stays? You think he figures out a way to stay? Yeah, I th- I do. Um, it is it, obviously it's it's so strange when a year ago he was pretty much of the view I don't want to be here anymore. But you know, Joanne Laporta taking over as president, um, and just I think a kind of a long hard think about what matters to him means that he can maybe sort of play the more emotive card, be the legend. I mean, he's already obviously the greatest player ever to play at Barcelona, but kind of you know cement that legacy further it wouldn't tarnish his overall legacy as a player, but I think if he didn't just play European football with Barcelona, it would, it, I, I think he would think it wouldn't feel right. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Obviously I don't know Messi, but I think in the end that it, it, all the indications are over the last year that that's really what he's come around to thinking that he would just rather, he'd rather do that. Cause I mean, let's be honest, the issues he had, didn't go away over the last year. They still had horrible financial situation. They still had a squad that probably doesn't really win the Champions League. But it's just that that pull of, of Barcelona. I think it's still so strong for him. So yeah, I I probably come down on the side of him. Yeah, well, no, I do. I come down on the side <laughs> of him staying. I don't know how much of that is just purely not wanting. I mean, I definitely don't want him in the Premier League if it's not for my team. <laughs> but yeah, I think he'll stay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. It's a legacy for Messi to be at Barcelona. He's been there since the, uh, the age of 
14 with the Academy and then he making the senior team. Uh, he's made so much history at this club. Um, if he stays, what changes for him and his mindset and La Liga and, and the view of him in La Liga and at Barcelona, if he ends up staying there? I think in terms of sort of La Liga and, and Spain, it then becomes very difficult to to just police this spending in the future, to stop Real Madrid, you know, in future, just bending these rules. And I think we have to remember that the Spanish football in particular, outside of the big three or four, three teams has struggled financially. I mean, even Atletico Madrid have struggled financially even before COVID. And that is the point of a salary cap. You know, we see the same thing at a European level with financial fair play, that it has stopped football clubs living beyond their means. And I think, you know, Javier Tebas is really sincere in his desire to keep Spanish football on an, on an even footing financially. And, you know, he, he when he comes to think about how can I allow Messi to stay, he will have to think, you know, what about the next player? What about when Atletico Madrid come to him and say, well, we want to keep Joao Felix, say, go over our wage bill for that. You know, there are, as we were, again, come, <laughs> going back to American sports, there are all sorts of imaginative ways, I'm sure, to to bend these rules. I mean, like, look at the Lakers. <laughs> my very yeah. much, as a Knicks fan, very much my uh, bugbear at the moment, how they're bending the cap. But, you know, this is what Tebas has to, has to decide. And, can the is the product of La Liga significantly spoiled without Messi? Probably. You still have great teams, but you know you have great teams in Italy, in England, in Germany, and that's where the best players will be now. If there's no Messi, I mean, Lisa, who do you think is the best player in La Liga if Messi goes? I mean, it's Messi. He's got to stay, James. Yeah. He, we we can't see him in a different jersey. I, I get it. It's, it's crazy over the next few days when, when things start to, uh, obviously it's big news right now and everyone's reacting to it, but over the next few days, what do you think we'll hear? What do you think will be happening among everyone in European soccer and in La Liga and with Messi and overall what's going to be happening over the next few days? So I guess at the European level, I'm sure that the clubs that can afford him will, will take a swing at this and they will certainly, you know, test the waters and sort of say, has ha, have the events of the last month, because this must have been draining on an emotional level for Messi. Have they changed your mind at all? Would you like to try the Premier League, play at PSG, you know, get go back together with Neymar, play with Mbappe? And then as for Barcelona, this is, you know, this is about, doing everything you can to to convince La Liga to to bend the rules, to break the rules in whatever way you can. I think Tebas and Joan Laporta are going to be at each other's side and at each other's throats over the next few days, trying to hammer something out. I don't really see a way in which, as much as I was sort of speculating earlier, I don't really see a way in which Messi's contract changes too much. These things take so, take so long to agree. So it's really about Barcelona and La Liga trying to get something done before Messi makes the decision. Because look, the new seasons are starting in mm. a week, two weeks at the most. You know, Barcelona need to get something nailed down before Messi just thinks this isn't worth 
the hassle. I want to try something else. The, the yeah. clock is ticking on them. Uh, definitely, definitely is. And I'm sure more news will come over the next few days. Uh, James Benj, thank you so much for all of this insight. You guys can find all of James Benj's writing on cbsports.com. He'll be breaking more news and story for you on cbsports.com. And we'll probably have you back on K Galazzo, James. If, if anything happens over the next few days, you'll be around, right? You don't sleep when all yeah. this news is happening. <laughs> yeah. I wish I did. I was, uh, you know, I was really looking forward to a quiet night tonight. I was going to watch Love Island. That's in an hour. Oh, love it. I love it. A little sneak peek into the outside of work life of James <laughs> Benj. Some Love Island. Well, we'll let you get to it. Thank you so much, James. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.